29 You'll find us here Rain or shine April showers Brings me flowers And we'll be here For about an hour Hope you have fun Enjoy the show You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. Get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. All right, hey. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm good. Good, good. We're, we're on track again. Yeah. One month. See? Well, actually, no, it's not. It's already May, so I don't know if we actually are on track. Well, technically, right now, it's April, so we on track. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tomorrow's May. Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm living in the future. Don't live in the future. Well, you know, April showers will officially be over after today, and then we're going to have May flowers. All the flowers. It's just going to bloom everywhere. Do you believe that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. uh, was it Chilliwack that has the Tulip Festival? Yeah. Is it in full bloom now? But we got to wait for May. Ben, you'll see it. So tomorrow is when <laughs> Tomorrow, it just right now, they're sleeping. Yeah. Tomorrow, boom. I've never been, have you? No. It seems too far just to go for flowers. Yeah. And do you know if they sell those tulips or is it just to look at? And then... I think it's just for Instagram. Oh. So, so you... people go take photos and then they leave. Because you, you can buy tulips, right? Like at like flower markets and stuff, right? Yeah. So the the tulips at that that place i wonder if they are just for looking or if they actually harvest them and then sell them i would hope that they would sell it mm-hmm. but i don't know yeah. tulip of the valley it's the chilliwack tulip festival yeah i always find the flower market really really interesting um i kind of found like a florist now that i go to it's like my go-to florist for, for like events and things and hearing them talk about like how they when they get the flowers, how they get the flowers, where they get the flowers from, and everything. It's it's really interesting. Like a lot. So of who them, do you go to? Um, well, if I tell you, then everybody's gonna go there. Okay. Well, no, I'm just joking. They go to um, all I, four <laughs> people who listen to us will be exactly. there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's uh, four thousand. I mean, four million people yeah, that listen exactly. to us will be there. I go to Bayshore Flowers. Um, it's in. Uh, it's right by. It's at Granville Scattering Station. You know where the Scotia Bank is? Um, oh yeah, it's just I below do. there. It's like inside the mall, but they're really good. Yeah. So um, you talk flowers at them? Yeah. It's like how are the tulips today? How are the the lilies? And they're like, oh, we're actually chrysanthemums are in season today. No, I'm joking. Oh, uh, it, I, oh, I don't okay. actually have that kind of conversation. I was just nice, asking so. them. I was like, oh, do most of your flowers? Do you get most of your flowers like locally? Or they're like, no, a lot of the flowers like they're more like tropical flowers, I guess. So they get them from like South America. In California, because obviously the temperature is just right for those oh, crazy. flowers. So usually most of the flowers that you see at grocery stores are imported, right? Like, why wouldn't they do greenhouse or something? Wouldn't that save on, yeah. you know, your carbon footprint? I guess so, but maybe, the, maybe there's just not enough demand. But it's really interesting, though. Yeah. Um, there are places here that do, like, local flowers only, like local wildflower bouquets. Mm, yeah. um, that's really cool. But Do you know which ones those are? Uh, I think it's called Wild Bunch. That's the one. Oh, that's That's nice. downtown. But yeah, um, some pretty cool stuff if you like flowers. 
Um, I realized that I can't have flowers in my apartment because my allergies just go crazy when that happens. So, With any flowers? Yeah, I noticed oh, that. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Interesting. So I bought a bouquet for myself to just spruce up my place and add color, which it does. Like, it's surprising how much color like flowers can bring into your apartment. Um, and my allergies went off that time. And then somebody got me flowers as well. Tulips. And they're like, these are poison. Yeah, literally nonstop. Anyways, I'm sure I'm boring everybody about flower talk, but how do we even get there? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Mayflowers. Mayflowers. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Showers. What else is going on for you? Let's see. Let's see. Um, this isn't crazy, but uh, we started going back to the library. <laughs> so that's new. And um, the aquarium. Right. Everything is sort of opened up and yeah. we're kind of back to normal, which is kind of weird too. So... Mm-hmm. It's like, obviously, I've, I did all these things with Issa pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and now doing it with Eli, mm-hmm. it's kind of a trip. Yeah. Like, I did this before, but, like... Same, same, but different. Yeah, there's, like, a weird kid in my stroller that I'm yeah. fishing around, and I have Issa. It's, like, very a very strange feeling. Yeah, who would have known, right? Like, three, four years. Oh, I would have never yeah. even thought. You'd, you'd have another... Another one I'm towing around. Yeah, exactly. Procreating so fast yeah. these days. So in one of our earlier episodes, we talked about the Vancouver Aquarium and how they were bought up by an American corporation. Um, obviously, that was met with mixed reviews. Yeah. Um, now that you've been to the aquarium, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. What do you think of how the aquarium runs now? Do you think it's running better? Do you think it's running the same? Do you notice any difference? Um, I'd say it's about the same mm-hmm. one thing that is different though is uh the dolphin helen is no longer there mm-hmm. she's moved to another aquarium why um because she was like by herself she had no company and oh, like so dolphins tragic. are social yeah. creatures so they found another um home for her that had another dolphin and i think that dolphin also has an injury got it so they're like the same mm-hmm. you know she's got a broken fin or like no fin yeah and uh same with the other one yeah and uh i guess the difference too is like some exhibits are they've closed it off Mm. Uh, I guess that's where Helen was so they're trying to put more animals into her tank Mm. and I think the pricing is different too so it's a lot more so she's not Helen the dolphin that used to be in Vancouver Aquarium isn't in Vancouver at all anymore I think she's I don't even know where she is she's in SeaWorld (laughs) she's in San Diego yeah Uh, what are your thoughts on the aquariums um I think for What I understand Vancouver is, it's more like a wildlife rehabilitation. Yeah. So it's not like they keep them there forever. Eventually they will go back to the wild. Yeah. Do you believe that? Um, I I do because some of them aren't there anymore. Like uh, the otter Joey, do you remember they had rescued it in like 2020? Mm -hmm. Like he's not there anymore. I don't know about the sea lion. No, they released him. (laughs) Did they actually say that? They nursed him. That's what I read in the newsletter. Like they released him and now he's like with his own friends or eaten by a whale. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think it's um obviously I don't want animals to be held cap- captive yeah. if, if they can be home. But like so for instance, there's a sea turtle there right. that you can't just release into back into the <laughs> wild because they're it not does, from yeah. They're not from here. So they'd have to travel. Someone had brought it over, I think, as a pet. Then it grew to enormous size. And they couldn't right. take care of it. And then the aquarium took him over. So now, so it's now just he's in there. a tropical... Yeah, he's like... And I think he's a happy guy. He's in a tropical tank with like a shark and like a stingray. I think those are animals like in where his like habitat would have been. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but it's a good learning <laughs> tool <laughs> for, yeah. for, you know, kids. Totally. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Part of me is like, if you're, if it's, if it truly is a rehabilitation center and you, and like these, the purpose of having these animals in these aquariums is to rehabilitate them and then release them, then yeah, I think I'm kind of okay with that. But I've seen some pretty terrifying, sad videos of like, I remember I watched this video of a beluga, which are like apparently the most friendliest like yeah. creatures, but this beluga is super hostile and like screams and it has no teeth because it's trying oh, to no. like bite its way out of the tanks and stuff. Just wants freedom. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think that's Vancouver Aquarium, <laughs> but I, I I feel that for like, you know, for profit. I yeah. think, isn't the aquarium um, not for profit as well? No. I think it was not. It was until this big corporation bought okay. it out. But then I don't know if you remember, but the big corporation like we're still going to maintain yeah. the whole rehabilitation center thing. But anyways, yeah. we'll see. We'll see if it's going to turn into like a black home whistler. You know, yeah. get bought by American company yeah. and everything's like crazy expensive there now. Like, totally. Yeah. We'll see. Only time will tell. Only my time friend. will tell. But yeah, it was. It's just busy. Like everything is just back to normal. Yeah, busy. there's more to do now. I guess. I mean, the the mindset I've been going with everything is like do everything you can because the likelihood of another lockdown is pretty high in my opinion oh i believe that too yeah. if we're gonna replicate anything that's happening in like in the east yeah. or like in china right now in the too, motherland then my motherland your motherland my mother-in-law's land <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy then, have you seen those videos yeah i have and it looks it's tragic yeah and it's like we have people here com- bitching and complaining about you know having to wear a mask and stuff it's like yeah. wait till you get bolted in your apartment and you yeah, can't they start leave. putting those gates <laughs> yeah. up oh my gosh that's terrifying i hope i don't think it would come to that well, who knows? I don't know. I hope. I, I yeah, definitely not. I mean, we're not living in a, a a communist dictatorship. No, that's true. We're not. But there could be the emergency act. Yeah, but I mean, like, what's happening here is the complete opposite of what's happening over over in the east, right? With the what is it, the the thunder rally and like trucker convoy and the freedom march. And yeah, all what stuff. is the thunder rally? I think it's the same thing, right? Okay, it's just like renamed. Yeah, because they are at it again. Yeah, I might be wrong, but maybe I should. Let's fact check that for me. But anyways, um, I just think, yeah, like it, it seeing that kind of really puts things into perspective for me that I should be more, I don't know if appreciative is the right word, but grateful that, you know, I don't have to worry about my government locking me in my apartment when there's an outbreak. Yeah. You know, just stripping that right from you too. 100%. That's terrifying. Yeah. So count your blessings. Everyone just count them. One, two, three. Yeah. Did you find out what Thunder Rally is? Yeah. It's, uh, I guess it's, it is like the convoy. Yeah. Okay. Figured. So yeah. Biker convoy moves through. So yeah. it's bikers now. So like I said, get your travels in, you know, go do stuff while you can. Because... That's kind of confusing too, the travel mm-hmm. situation. Like you can cross the border by land. Yeah. And it's like completely different mm-hmm. rules. Mm-hmm. But then you can, but flying in say from the states yeah. you're it's under international mm-hmm. rules yeah so then you needed something completely different yeah i think flying and driving are, are treated separately i think because in flying you're sharing a vessel with a bunch of other people but right? like listen to, how about if you fly out of bellingham yeah and then you fly back in i think you and still then have cross to, the border because you have a canadian passport so the same rules apply just because you drive through bellingham you still have to hop on a plane right yeah, so you cross over the border, yeah. you hop over the plane. Yeah. 
you do like an overnight trip or something, come yeah. back and you're still within that 72 hours to cross. But I think it's different. Do you need a, so that's just, I was wondering, like, do you need to do a test then to fly yeah. in the U.S. within the U.S.? Yeah, exactly. Cause you're not. So you do. Yeah. I would, I would think, I mean, don't. I'm, so I tried to, I called them to ask them yeah. if that was a thing. Yeah. And she, the girl at the government hotline or whatever didn't know. The government hotline for Canada? Yeah. But you should ask that has nothing to do with Canada, right? It would be Homeland Security. So the U.S. would tell you that because you're under you're on their land under their. So then, if you fly within the states and still cross the border by land, then you don't have to. There's nothing, so you can still cross normal. <laughs> so you 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 drive over, you fly within the U.S. Yeah. and then you fly back to Bellingham, and mm-hmm. then you take your car and you cross over the border. Yeah. So I think driving over the border, you, you're, you, you don't need, so you, okay. you don't need the proof of uh, a test saying that you have a negative thing. But if you drive across the border and you're going to hop on a plane somewhere, your passport is what dictates whether or not you need to have that proof. Right. So if you're, if you're a U.S. citizen, then, then I, you, I think it's different okay. Flies. Yeah. Okay. But if you have a Canadian passport, then the same rules apply as if you're flying from Vancouver. Okay. So maybe that's why she didn't know. However, I could be totally wrong, but that's just my logic behind it. I think if you want to be extra certain, you would ask the U.S. The U.S. government. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the Canadian one didn't know, and then they sent me this crazy email yeah. about like who I should email. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that email was so insane. <laughs> There's like numbers, and it was English and in French. Right. Yeah. It was three thousand characters. Yeah. At Canada.gc.ca. <laughs> Fair enough. It was so long. Anyways, that's, yeah, so I'm that's, not planning on traveling anytime yeah, soon right now. But I'm just saying, whatever is available right now, take advantage of it. Because I think that there may be another lockdown coming soon. But um, what I would say is, you know, I feel like spring is here. Yeah. Um, the days are longer. The sun is visiting us more frequently. Yes. And my lover, Summer, called me and said, he's going to be here <gasps> next month. You guys in a couple reunite. Months. You're so happy. I'm so, when, I'm so when excited to visit. Or to they come summer. visit? Is it they, a he's non he, They are non-binary. They, so when they come visit, yeah. woohoo! It's going to be good times all around. Um, so with that said, um, you can see like a lot of the old, not the old stuff, but like, you know, concerts are happening. Um, yeah, we're going to check out this one called um, the Vancouver International Children's Festival. Right. I've never even thought of book going until obviously now. Now that you're a mom. Now that I have children. <laughs> I have children. Um, yeah, we, I got tickets for uh, Fred Penner. Oh, Fred so, Penner. So he's probably like 90 years old. You're a rock so show on that one. <laughs> head banging, smashing <laughs> his acoustic guitar. I'm excited for you. Um, I'm excited. We don't know the music, or Issa doesn't, so... I think that'll be really fun for kids. I'm sure it's outdoors too. So it's, it's like, indoors. Oh, it's indoors. Yeah. Cool. The Granville. It's on Granville Island. Granville surprise, Island. surprise. Right. Like, I don't leave a two at, at the kid kid mall or whatever it's called. No, it's at the uh, Granville Island stage, new stage. Nice. It's at the arts. Exciting club there. for you. Yeah. So when is uh, International Children's Festival? It starts on May 31st, mm. but like a lot of the tickets are sold already out. sold out. So yeah. if your kid doesn't have a late bedtime, yeah. Or an early bedtime, then those are free. Like there's yeah. shows at six thirty. It's yeah. like pajama shows. <laughs> so it's really cute, uh, but I don't know how Eli's going to be. Like what yeah. pumpkin he's going to turn it into right. at one time? I guess you'll find out. Yeah. Well, this is early enough. We do, we got an okay. early one, so it'll be after preschool. Got it. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw another thing happening in Vancouver or happened in Vancouver was the huge building fire that happened in Gastown. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that, but. 
It's yeah, like in your it's crazy. neighborhood there a little yeah. bit. Did you see the smoke? Well, yeah, I was I was working and I looked at my wall and then all of a sudden all these thick gray clouds started coming up from the ground. I was like, what the hell is going on? Next thing you know, it kind of blocked out like all the sunlight in my area pretty oh my much. Gosh. But for those who are in Vancouver, it's pretty much where the greedy pig was. So Abbott and water, that whole building is gone. gone. And I, I, I didn't think it was that building. For some reason, I just thought it was just another like um, SRO building, single residential residential occupancy building. Um, it's crazy. Like in one moment it was there, and the next moment it was completely gone. So not only that, but I also feel like not only do I feel bad about like obviously all these people that live there who lost everything. They found bodies in there too. I know, and they had a little fire, or they had a fire previous, and that's yeah. why they had turned off the sprinklers. Yeah, they turned it off because they're like they didn't want to deal with it anymore with the alarms and stuff. Is that like a common practice? Like where I don't they turn so. it off after You're not a fire? Supposed to, though, oh, right? Mike. So someone is going to have to pay. Yeah, be and held accountable for that. Talking to some of the locals there, they're saying how some of the business owners there didn't even have insurance. So a lot of people who have had business there lost pretty much everything. Oh no! And there's some places, there's some stores there that have been there for so long. Like I remember, no, I don't remember, but there was like a leather hat store or something like that, a bag store, like a leather working store. Nika. Nika, yeah, yeah, gone. And apparently he didn't have insurance. <gasps> Nika. Yeah. You know what else I was reading too? This, um, I think he's in that same box. He fixes watches. Yeah, that guy. Oh, is it Nika, the same guy? Oh, I don't know if it is. But okay, yeah. so he's collected tools, like, yeah. his whole career, and they're all gone. Yeah, in a blink of an eye. like Blink of an eye. It's very tragic, but, yeah, so that's kind of the sad news that happened in my area. It is it is tragic. Yeah, totally. I don't know what they're going to do now. Those people don't have homes to live in. You know what's going to happen, right, is that a property developer is going to buy that land and then put up a, an expensive condo there, well, that's right? Uh, how very people. Vancouver of us. But that's what we do, right? It's so yeah. sad. But there was a, like a little vigil there with like signs saying like rest in peace. Um, some are saying that like an inquiry needs to happen on this um, and all that stuff. So I hope it does. Yeah. I hope someone is held accountable for this. 100%. That whole neighborhood too. I know it's like, you know, downtown east side. It's like mm-hmm. super close there. So like a lot of things are happening. Like yeah. um, do you hear about Canada Post stopping its deliveries? From yeah. There? Well, it was for a temporary. I think they're now back up and running again. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. It was just recently, though, like a few days ago that they, they now opened. I can't believe that they did that, though, that they said we're not going to deliver on the area because it's too dangerous. But isn't that like not discrimination? You yeah, know what I mean? it's or like some kind of like something. St- I think it's stripping someone's basic right yeah, to to, re- to receive mail like yeah. that they need. Like it's it's a double edged sword because I get it right. Like the postal workers, if they don't feel safe and they have to deliver mail in this area where they could potentially be in harm, then I understand why they wouldn't want to deliver there. But this time, it's like there are people who live there and need this mail, whether it's like a government check or like yeah, exactly, even like letters from family or something like that. Right? It's just like. Like, are they getting harassed? Like, I yeah. want to know what exactly it is. Or are they just saying, like, because they don't want to do it? Well, I think it was for safety, right? That was Canada Post's claim, right? Is that they're not going to deliver in the, east, the downtown east side anymore because of safety issue. But the issue that comes up for me is that you can't do that because that's, like, that's segregation almost, right? It's yeah. Just, but, yeah, so I think they're now back up and running again. I think they cleared all that issues up. They cleared all the issues up now. So they are delivering back again at oh, the downtown east that's side. that's good. Yeah. You know, I get it, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's... What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? But what did they say about that? Oh, they're just saying the staff that had been 
complaining or made mention of verbal abuse and right. drug use. Yeah. It is like jarring to see that happen. Totally. Um, so I understand too, but you know, there's other people who work there yeah. and they seem to be doing okay. But I guess maybe it's like an everyday thing. I don't know. You know what? It's back and running. I'm glad they're getting their mail. Exactly. And and, and their needs are yeah. being met in that way. I hear you 100%. It's it's tough. There's 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 two sides to this argument and both are I think justified I think but I think for me it's that's on a whole nother level of like discrimination almost yeah no I feel you I yeah. hear you okay so I think this episode we're gonna try something different right yes we're gonna shake things up here yeah so um, so we do we meet once a month now and yes. it's been like pretty consistent right and uh, we always like stick to with one topic yes so I figured for this one we can do sort of a news roundup in yeah. the month of things it. that sort of like um, stuck up for us, and yeah. then after that, you know, just lead into our regular so, sweet and sours. Jocelyn's episode fifty nine news news po- broadcast per news year. broadcast uh, breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. I'm Jocelyn Rudd. It's <laughs> like a month old. <laughs> no, still relevant um, though. So okay, let's. Uh, there's no order to no this. Order. It's just like within the month. Okay, yeah. so let's, go. let's start with. Something a little bit light here. Yeah. Light. <laughs> How often you should change your bed oh, sheets. God. Actually, this came out today, so this okay. is more recent. The BBC released... Um, so BBC News. BBC Got News. It. They released on, um, it was on Instagram, this article, but they were saying like almost half of single men said they don't wash their bed sheets for up to four months at a time with 12% admitting they wash them when they remember. So that could be even longer. Hold on. So almost half of single men, almost half of, what does that mean? Almost half of, almost half of single men. So I guess... So whatever the percentage of single men are out there... Half of them. Almost don't half. Watch it. That's a very deceiving way to word something. That's uh, the news for you. And all, okay, so... Oh, wait. Oh, so so, they, it's, yeah. um, so the, the survey was, say, 2,250 UK adults. So Okay. There was a sign that people could Woman not agree on the answer in the new survey. Adults had found another split. So there it is. Okay. Almost half of single men. Okay. And then... And then as for women, the ladies, they do a little bit better. Why single? Because they don't give a shit. Like they don't have another <laughs> partner reminding them like, hey, honey, um, yes. we're in like week two now. It's like <laughs> I, I seem to be the only one washing our sheets. Us single like, people are just dirty savages, yeah, essentially. Dirty, we don't, disgusting. We don't That's so discriminatory against single people. But you're like, uh, so I'm okay with my filth. Like, do I smell <laughs> I don't okay? Know about that. Uh, okay, I smell right. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so single women, they change theirs more often. Sixty percent cleaning their bedding every two weeks, and cu- couples claim to do theirs every three weeks. Okay, hold on. I just need to like clear the wording here is very. Um, are you um, offended? I am offended. You're taking it personal. Being a single person. Why? Um, because okay. do you fall under four months at a time? No, I wash mine once a month. Once a month. Oh, yeah. okay. That's. However, I will say I shower before bed. Okay. So yep. that's another thing. But hold on, hold on, hold on a sec. I need to clarify this. Okay. 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 So in the pool of single men, almost half of them. So that means less than half, right? Almost half means less than half of that total yep. group size, right? And then this one says. Single women change more often, 62%, so little over half, right? Yep. So why wouldn't they... I, maybe I'm just being too nitpicky with this, but I just feel like they're trying to make it sound like men are dirty and women are clean, when really it's about the same. 
No. It's a difference <laughs> about uh, of about, so we're saying under half. Yeah. So 40, to say 48%. Yeah. And then women, 62%. So 10% is like a huge number. Uh, semantics. Tomato, tomato. Either way, they're not doing that great of a job True. either. It should okay. be like every week. Cleaning their bed every two weeks and couples claiming to do theirs every three weeks. So even if you're doing the showering yeah. and all that before bed, mm-hmm. um, they're saying it should be once a week. Or every two weeks. Or every two weeks. And hygiene's a big factor and you sweat at night. So even if you're showering, you're still sweaty motherfucker and you sleep. <laughs> Obviously, winter is like a different thing. Like, you probably sweat less. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't wash your bed sheets enough, your dead skin cells are going to build up in these sheets. Yeah. And that means small creatures, known as mice, can feed off your cells. Yeah. Call causing them. discomfort and skin, skin rashes and boils and leprosy. <laughs> leprosy? <laughs> oh no, I'm kidding. I have to wash my sheets every day. <laughs> I think, isn't leprosy obsolete now? Like, I think it is. It's, I think it exists in some areas still, though. Okay. Like, I think in the more impoverished areas. In okay. In the Middle East. Not Middle East, but, like, ancient stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, This is not, like, the, the truest of news roundups. These are just, like, and then you dive into your own if you want. Real impact. I like that. So, to sum it up, single men are dirty. Single women are not as dirty. Yeah. Couples are clean. So, in other words, you need to make sure you're not single so you don't have sleeping dirty sheets. But even couples, every almost every three weeks, you almost you want that single woman. Then. For sure. I mean... <laughs> I do it every week. You do it every I week? I do it every week. And then maybe the duvet yeah. every two weeks. Got it. Then I wash the duvet. Yeah. Um, the, the, yeah. Blank, yeah, yeah. the insert um, like every month. Mm, got it. So you're. I'm so clean, everyone. <laughs> I'm the cleanest. Fair enough. No rashes, no boils. Good for you. No Congratulations. Leprosy, like what's on your <laughs> neck right now? I know. I'm peeling. I'm peeling. I love okay. that. All right, next one. All right, next one. So downtown Vancouver opened its first park, new park, in 10 years. So this is at Seymour and Richards. Oh, wow. That's a good area. It's Seymour, um, no, Smythe and, and Richards. Okay. So like and core of downtown. Yeah. So I've only seen it um, like blocked off. Yeah. But I keep peeking and it looks oh, really cool. Oh, I know where that is it. now. I walked by that the other yeah, day. Yeah, there's like bridges, yeah. tunnels, yeah. and then um, it just looks like a fun park. Do you know who the park designer was for this? No, I <laughs> Is this the guy you met during your your uh, your petition to get uh, covered areas for rain? You know how you met the people who designed stuff? Oh, yeah. Is it them? No, I'm asking no, you. No, I, I don't know who it is. I don't <laughs> oh, know. I don't know. It was yeah. like a city project and it had been in the works for years. Like Love when Issa was... Um, little, we just saw saw signs for it. Amazing. Um, so, anyways, fourteen million budget, and uh, it's a point eight uh, point eight acres. Yeah, it's a real real estate on Smith and Richards, mm-hmm. um, and it looks gorgeous. So tomorrow afternoon, April 29th, the yet unnamed multidimensional park of the future. As Today, the actually. Yesterday. Multidimensional park of the yes. future. That is the quite the name. Amazing. You should see the video because it looks yeah. nice. So it's it opens it opened yesterday then. Yeah, the well, 29th. We're recording on the 30th, so it opened on Friday. Yes. Have you gone? No. So the naming ceremony is going to be later in June. So I guess we find out what... Uh, what the name will be what it'll be gifted Got by the it. host nation the demand on green spaces in vancouver has intensified and as climate anxiety mounts 
This park was designed with sustainability as the priority. 6,000 shrubs, perennials, climbers, and mature trees span a third of the park, with many paying homage to those used in indigenous cultures as yeah. food and medicine. I love so, that. So Kafka is going to be the yeah. local roaster there. <laughs> the cafe course. there. Yeah, so mommies can get their, their, their local roasted... Yeah, get the caffeine on. Yeah, while the kids run around, it looks so nice. Yeah, I love that. Let's just hope it doesn't turn into whatever it's like. A needle um, park. Yeah, you know the one on (laughs) Davy and Richards. Yeah, that one is nasty. I love that. I mean, I would go to check it out and play on it, even if it looks really cool though. So there's a video if you go to I think probably City of Vancouver or something like that. You can look at the the. The, the movie trailer for the park of the future, the multi-dimensional park of the future. Sweet. I know. I'm very excited about it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right. So speaking of things opening up, there yeah. is another Jolly Bay um, opening at Camby and Broadway. I don't know if you saw, but no, things are moving quickly in that corner. Oh, yeah. Considering how, how the hype of the first one that opened in my favorite. Yeah. And this one is like right by a Skytrain station and a hospital. So I imagine yeah. the Filipino nurses hitting <laughs> exactly. that up. They knew where to uh, <laughs> pop, put up station for sure. Uh, so I don't know when it's going to open yeah. up, but it looks like the building is up. The sign is ha- happening. Like it, yeah. it's all moving well, pretty quickly. If the first one was an indication, it'll probably take six years for it to open. Okay, and then it's going to take uh, 20 hours to get a chicken drumstick. <laughs> yeah, one drumstick. <laughs> Okay, so another thing that's really cool that's yeah. happening. So you and I, we do Evo Car Share. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a bike share. Oh, wow. Uh, so right now it's not open to everyone, yeah. but it's one of those e-bikes. Okay. So it's like a electric assist ones. Yeah. So um, I think that might be something really cool. Nice. I think that's going to be... Evolve. I love that. Um, I'm obviously a big user of Evo. Um they Would recently, you use the bikes? Because you have your own bike. Yeah, I probably wouldn't, but I think it'd be great for tourists to come and use them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's similar to like Portland stuff where they have like the e-bikes and the e-scooters and stuff. Um, well, now we have e-bikes. Um, I can't remember where I was. I think it was near UBC where I saw the electric scooters there too. So there are certain areas that are testing it out. So. Oh, there's electric scooters. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. I would rent those, I think. I think, I, cool. me too. That's something yeah. I wouldn't um, probably ever own. Yeah. Uh, so right now, it's, I guess they're doing just a trial run. It's yeah. like small companies and mm-hmm. small groups that get to try it out. And then um, it'll be open, hopefully, if they say maybe summer. Exciting. I mean, Evo also has like a few now fully electric cars too. And they're they're really kind of dominating the market. And I think it's needed, especially for like, people who live downtown too. It's like, who don't yeah. have cars. Like, this is just another alternative for them to get around. I know. I, t- I totally agree. Yeah. I love my it. My thing is though, cause we have Moby mm-hmm. close by. Yeah. Like just down the street from my house, there's never bikes there. Yeah, exactly. So I see like guys, they'll drive over and yeah. bring the bikes yeah. there. And then it's honestly, that's the only time I've seen bikes yeah. there when someone's parking them. Yeah. They, I think probably there's a crew that tunes them up, fixes them and then just redistributes them around. Um, I think one thing that was really interesting in Portland when they were doing the electric scooters was, um, you could volunteer to be like an electric electric scooter charger, so they'll pay you if you pick them up and charge them. Overnight. Oh, interesting. So yeah, it's where would like, you charge them at home? Yeah, at, at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then they pay you for that, right? So, food for thought as to what our future could look like as well. Well, that could be your like your little side hustle. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I picking do up scooters. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. I doubt I'll do yeah. that. It sounds like a lot of work. Love it, but if you don't have an Evo membership, get one because they're awesome. 
Yeah, and if you have one, mm-hmm. if you give someone a recommendation, don't you get so you get sixty minutes? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Recommendation or yeah. a referral is the word. Yeah, exactly. Love okay, it. Okay, so here's something. Now we're gonna bring the tone okay. down a little bit. Okay, um, and for those who live or live in East Van, okay. um, you'll be familiar with Black Dog Video. Yes. Like uh, there's one on Commercial Drive and yes. then there's one on Canby. Mm-hmm. So they just announced that they'll be closing for good by the end of June. Yeah. Uh, which is really sad. What do you But you know on what? That? Sure. They couldn't keep up with the times. And for they're sure. saying like streaming uh, is really what affected them. Yeah. Totally. I, I get that too. Yeah. I don't know how they would have adjusted yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Um, but you know, me 10, 15 years ago, that was like a place I'd hit up and they would have different films yeah. that you wouldn't see anywhere else. Totally. They were known for that for sure. So that was like my black dog video, my introduction to Gus Van Sant. He did mm-hmm. that, um, Brown Bunny, um, Buffalo 66, those types of movies, like Christina Ricci. So one of them is, um, Gus Van Sant. He, yeah kidnaps Christina Ricci. Oh, him. Yes. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would have never seen that film otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So it's just things they've like opened your eyes to. What's the other one? Um, for me, it was uh, Best in Show. Is oh, that yeah, yeah, That was also I rented from there. Yeah, they definitely were known as like the indie movie rental place. Yeah. I remember that. I didn't really understand it when I first I when I first went there I was pretty young so I didn't really understand what like indie movies or anything like that but I remember it was a very 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 unique place to go to for sure yeah so yeah Darren Gay he's the owner mm-hmm. um he's super obviously upset and sad that you know it's mm-hmm. streaming services and also the cost of rent has gone up like he just it's not sustainable for right. him yeah um so you know he's been in business for 26 years and 16 of which he was on commercial drive yeah um, but one thing is he will be selling these films, like his collection. Oh, you can buy them. Um, yeah, starting on May 1st. Got it. Do you still buy DVDs and like VHSs and all that no, stuff? No, Issa had a class and it came with like a DVD and a CD and I just threw it out. Yeah. Like, we, we can play it, but like, are we going to play it? Totally. Probably not. It's crazy how the people, some people are still really into like buying Blu-ray movies and all that stuff. It's like, it That's seems like so, that. I don't know. But you could say that about like vinyls too. Like that made a resurgent, and also people are buying cassettes. Yeah, cassettes and vinyls. It's it's more novelty, right? But yeah. I feel like Blu-ray is like it's it's too modern to be novelty. Does that make sense? So then, where does Laserdisc fit in? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like junk. How about Betamax? Yeah, exactly. No, no Betamax videos for sure. VHS. Yeah. Um, but I get it though. I mean, I don't I don't know how Black Dog could have survived with the way technology is going so yeah i mean cool that you can buy his stuff but i hope i don't know if i mean i guess a lot of people what do they call them cinephiles yeah will be in, interested in collecting that stuff but it's collecting right that's what it is you don't you don't really need to own it to watch it because you can just stream it yeah right? or you, the then you part. find other ways to get it but maybe the other thing is like because he's so knowledgeable in film that's yeah. like another aspect of it so yeah. he was saying in his interview at cbc it's mm-hmm. like I'm too young to retire, but like I'm too old to like start a new career. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I'm not sure what I'm gonna do at this point. Yeah, I hear you. Maybe he can be a, a teacher or something. Oh yeah, maybe that's you yeah. know I just saw there's like a bunch of um, acting schools um, like Mount go. Pleasant area. It's like so weird. I think I think the the hype of this not the hype of this but 
the 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 why this is so big is because Black Dog has been like one of those Vancouver staples staples like, yeah monuments not monuments but like historical things that Vancouver was known for not yeah. Vancouver but like had right so it's just another thing that obviously can't keep up with the time so it's unfortunate hopefully he can come up with something relevant <laughs> she's like i'm gonna start a blog it's like <laughs> yeah, ah exactly. no we don't need any more totally. blogs okay i love it okay. sad but it is yeah. it, it is sad go to black dog and buy some memorabilia okay so another article yeah. i had found was a uh, an article about a mansion tax i heard yeah so the, first i was like okay this is really interesting mm-hmm. um John Jean Swanson had this motion coming up where she was going to propose this tax yeah. and to treat the tax like income tax. So mm-hmm. if you're like in this bracket, then this is your percentage instead of like everyone has the same percentage yeah. for their property tax right, right. Um, based on their property. Um, but it was denied. Mm. So this happened like a few days ago. It was denied. Not surprised. I'm not surprised either. Like I get what she was saying and it sounded like with her research, like if we had that, mm-hmm. um, you could end homelessness. Yeah. Like the revenue you could get from that. Totally. Like, you know, it's obviously for like mansions, $5 million. Yeah. And up. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I wrote all these notes for it, but it doesn't really matter because uh, it was pitched and then denied on Wednesday. So or like in mid-April. Uh, so the gist is that the city can only charge one rate for property taxes, meaning whether you own a studio, condo, or a $70 million mansion, you're paying the same rate in yeah. property taxes, she said. So she said, we figured if you tax people with houses worth over $5 million, 1%, and with over $5 million, 1% extra, and over $10 million, 2% extra, we could get about $225 million extra a year, which can then be used to fight homelessness and to fund more moderate housing for the city's most vulnerable. I, I, to be honest, that's like a lot of people who have power in these kinds of things have money. So they're not going to be like, yeah, I want to be yeah. taxed more to pay it. So I get it. Like... I get it, but I don't agree with it. So they'll say like, oh yeah, I want to help, but like, I just don't want it like here. Yeah, exactly. Not in my backyard is actually what they call it, right? Not NIMBYs. It's a shame. It is a shame. Eight counselors were opposed and two were in favor of the first part of the motion. So is there a second part of the motion then? Uh, Yeah, there was a second part, but it was was completely denied. Oh, that's a shame. Everything was denied. What do you think? Do you agree with her? I agree with it. And I think... You know, if we have that for income tax, there's a reason because mm-hmm. they're in a higher bracket. Yeah, they can afford they it. They can afford technically, it. Technically, yeah. So, someone who's like, you know, mm-hmm. in a studio, why are they paying the same rate as someone yeah, who's like a mansion no sense. in Point Grey? So, I get it. Yeah. But that means less money for rich people who live in Point Grey. Yeah, so they. <laughs> <laughs> less so, money for rich people. Like, okay, yeah, cool. Less money for rich people. So, that brings me to another thing about. Yes you know people who live mm-hmm. in a more affluent neighborhood right and this is something i did see on the news mm. it was residents call fight over jericho land's redevelopment and they say it's the battle for the soul of vancouver wow that's intense yeah and then uh, sean or said it best is like ah and yes nothing says the soul of vancouver like a bunch of rich whiny landowners telling oh, indigenous peoples what to do <laughs> Ain't, Ain't that, that the, truth? the truth? Yeah, but they have the they have the indigenous people's best interests at heart, right? At the end of the day. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Just just not here. Just no, not in my backyard. Yeah. But yours is okay. So what's going on? So the Squamish, Musqueam, and Musqueam, Musqueam, Selwatooth Nations. Yes, Selwatooth. So they own 
a huge property out in Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. And for years they've been proposing building on there, mm-hmm. residential, commercial, all that. So it yeah. kept getting denied. But now they're like, hey, mm-hmm. we've a, we've we've sort of complied to your wishes yeah. here. These buildings won't be that tall. Yeah. But um, there will be towers. Yeah. And now they're concerned that it's it's just too much. It's just too much for the people who live there right What's now. What's too much? To have um, like condos and towers in Jericho. Isn't it just one condo? No. It's, it's housing towers. Got so it. it's it's like on a land that's 90 acres. Mm. And it's... it's There's nothing on there right now. There's nothing on there right now. Is that where the... Okay, never mind. Actually, you oh. should see the map because yeah. um, I can't tell you. It's not really okay. bought, like on the water. Got it's it. like a few blocks um, south. Right, okay. Um, so... Uh, where was I saying? So then, yeah, the fight over the future of Vancouver's Jericho Lines is heating up. Residents of the West Point Gray neighborhood saying the city's proposed redevelopment plans don't fit with the area mm-hmm. and could set a bad precedent precedent for other communities. Proposed compacts is the 90-acre land, uh, which are owned by local First Nations and are subject to years of debate debate over their future. So they include high-rise towers mm-hmm. as part of a uh, mix of smaller residential and commercial buildings, along with park space, community services. Yeah. And then if it's approved, the future development would be would house between 15,000 to 18,000 people, rather than doubling the population or the current That's population. That's crazy. That's so good. Yeah. So they're saying, we're not saying don't build this development, but we do want to see something that's reasonable. Get the fuck out of here. And that makes housing that we require. Okay, so... so you know, it's the uh, battle of the heart and soul. The heart and soul. What are your thoughts on this? Um, yeah, it's bullshit. Like, why do we keep telling them how to run and their build own their own land? Like, right. let's just keep ourselves in check. Like, sure. we do. We immigrated here. We yeah. all immigrated. Yeah, here. yeah, totally. We're, and then yeah. that's it. Let's just start there. Yeah, and then kind of go. And, and then now you can compromise. Re- a yeah, bit more. or you yeah. can see where they're coming from. Yeah, totally. And this housing, is it for everybody or is it for like low-income families? Is no, I think it's, it's open for for yeah. everyone, but I think it's primarily focused for them. They, so they just don't want Their it because they don't want more people coming into the neighborhood essentially, right? Yeah, and they don't want towers. They right. want sh- shadows, tower shadows <laughs> on their the mansions. Okay, so my question to you on this is, yeah. if you were a property owner... And you had like a view of Jericho, and now you found out that they're gonna build a condo that's popping up right in front of your 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 quote unquote mansion, your, yes. your waterfront mansion. Yes, my beautiful, beautiful home. Would you be? I would be upset for sure. I yeah. get where they're coming from, yeah. but like this is something that's been happening for years too. Like at some point, I need to compromise too. I don't own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. think I'd be more understanding. Yeah. What if? What if instead of were... like all? What's the word? Um, I can't find the word. Like, what do you mean? Like when you're, you're like kind of pompous about it. Oh yeah, pretend not privileged about it. Privileged, yeah. 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 And it's just like I, it's just all about me, and you're not seeing the other, the other side. Totally. Yeah, it's it's tough for sure. I would, what what yeah, I don't know how to yeah, answer. What do you think? I'm not a property owner, so I can't say I I can totally sympathize with everything's going on. Do I think that the the uh, the musqueam and the Let's uh, cream. I and the tooth nations have a right to that 100%. They can do whatever they want with it. They own it. And they also, if they want to put a condo there and a community center and all stuff, it's only going to benefit the people in that area. Yes, you lose a bit of your view, but you have enough money to buy another mansion, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 You're not paying extra on property taxes. Totally. So you exactly. can use that to get something else. 
And to be honest, it's not bad. Like if it were like a safe injection site or something like that, or like, you know, not in my backyard, <laughs> not in my backyard, NIMBY, right? That's yeah, what they call it. NIMBY. Anyways, I think it's a very heated topic. I wonder what will happen with this though. I think so far, like obviously they haven't built on it. No. So they do have a win there. Yeah. These NIMBYs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and but, then the Jericho hostel there, mm-hmm. they wanted that to be like public housing. Yeah. Um, and they, Struck, they denied it. Struck it down. Yeah. And that was like an open occupy space. People were not occupying. Yeah. It. Yeah. So we could, they could have helped people. Right. And they didn't. Yeah. I mean, rich don't give a shit about it. They do not. Anybody. I keep thinking about that pizza situation or those fucking white guys going into the mm. pizza. <laughs> that teenager. Do you know who I am? Like, yeah, I'm rich. Like, oh, fucking $20 billion, yeah. bitches. And then that kid who's like, oh, I just want to get a slice of Hawaiian pizza. And then they run yeah, off totally. outside. This is how I feel, like how bully. 100%. Bully like they are. I agree. Privilege, privilege. Privilege bullies. Motherfuckers. Yes. Sure. Great article, very controversial. Very. So I, I, I'm very curious to see how it's going to go. Me too. It doesn't seem like we care much about our community in Vancouver. Fortunately, not. Um, and it, like, if we did care, I think we'd see less crime. Too. Oh, yeah. Then I they'd think... feel like they're part of the community. You know, we're watching for yeah. our own, we're watching out for each other. There really is some truth when they say, like, love heals all, or yeah. love is the cure for everything. If we were more compassionate and caring about everybody, then we wouldn't be where we are today. But I don't think humans are really. Naturally. So they're just going to yeah. put more cameras up. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you'll still feel the abuse from people who are like exactly. frustrated with the system. Yeah. But now we'll just have their face in the CCTV yeah. cameras later on. Which is another hot topic of discussion is whether or not they are, people are okay with having CCTV cameras, CCTV cameras everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. They think that's going to stop people from being bullied or yeah. attacked. Yeah. All right. So we went high. We went low. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going high again. Let's go high. Uh, so I saw this okay. on Vancouver is Awesome, and right. I think it's a very cool idea. So a Vancouver woman's project is to turn strangers into friends. friends. Interesting. Yes. So she's on Instagram, okay. and it's on Facebook, too, where okay. she organizes events, and it's called We Should Be Friends. So they just had an event on April 23rd on Trout Lake, and mm-hmm. um, she's had a few so far. Yeah. Uh, so they did a picnic in October, um, and apparently people are enjoying it. They're liking making friends. They come with snacks and a picnic blanket, and so everyone's what is it, there. Though? Huh? What is it though? It's um, just a meetup. So people in Vancouver yeah. who want to make friends, yeah, all gather together. together. Yep. Oh, a picnic blanket and snacks in hand, and. Um, so they just start hanging out. She says, basically, I want to create an opportunity for people to be able to come out and meet other people that they may not usually meet in Vancouver. I just want it to be a welcome, open environment. Yeah. So she decided to create an event and hosted the first We Should Be Friends last fall at Kitts Beach. It was essentially a big picnic with no structure and a lot of strangers. Okay, so it's just like those who want to meet people, meet up here and let's yeah. just do it. So she doesn't really, I don't, I, I don't think she's, she's she just, not profiting off of it. Then, no, right? she just organizes, sets a date and time yeah. and yeah. place. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great way for people who've just moved there to kind of meet people 100%. She estimates 200 people showed up, mostly alone. That's insane. Yeah. And I then 300, figured 300 people showed up at the last <laughs> picnic at Trout Lake. And that's the energy insane. is very much, you could walk up to any group and you'd be welcome in. Like, that's great. If you're going yeah. and, and everyone's welcome to you, like yeah. you couldn't just do that yeah. and like any other day. Mm-hmm. 
I try to be more friendly now, like for sure. Like after you know all the times that we said that, <laughs> we actually lived up to it. I yeah. do try to be more friendly and out, not outspoken, but more personable. It's just really hard to make small talk. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. I also try very hard. Yeah, because I, you know, I play at playgrounds, yeah. and then Issa plays with other kids, and then you're there with the other parent. Yeah, and exactly. You, sometimes I'm on my phone. Sometimes I have like yeah. my hit, but then I am really trying. I agree. Yeah. But this is a great way for people to meet new people. I don't know if I'm comfortable going to a crowd of 200 people and meeting people. I think that's a bit too much social anxiety for me. But to those who are extroverted and enjoy well, that kind of thing. Well, if you're not into the big crowd, there <laughs> is a me? We Should Be Friends book club. And it's 12 to 15 people. Oh, but you have to read, right? Uh, reading. <laughs> <laughs> me no read no words good now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, like that is something you could uh, check out. So yeah. in the future, she wants to link up with like uh, like clubs mm-hmm. or restaurants or something and yeah. do like meetups that great. way. Great, I think it's needed, and that's such a great idea to like kind of kind of get those connections and kind of fix Vancouver's cold social reputation. I like yeah. its cold yeah. social. Rep- <laughs> I like the cold. I like it. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, yeah. Great so one. that's We Love Should it. Be Friends Vancouver, and that is on Insta Instagram. All right. I think All we, right. we did a few ones. Do you want to end with one, or should we move on to Sweet and Sours? Move, uh, we can go to Sweet and Sours. That's how I wanted it to go. I want to go high, and then yeah, high angry low, low and then, oh, then we bring lift, it back up. Uplift you up there again. You go. I love it. Yes. Okay, so um, I'll go first with my Sweet and Sours. Yeah. Um, so I have two sweets today. Yes. My first sweet is something that I did maybe a few months ago where uh, I walked over to actually Jericho Park uh, and with my friend, Hannah. Hi, um, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Um, and you know, by Jericho Park, they have like those huge bushes um, and then there's lots of bunnies around there. Oh, yes. It's the most funnest thing ever. Yeah, you uh, can't feed them. I you, hope you didn't feed them. You're allowed to. What? I thought you get fined if you feed them. There's so many. You're not supposed to feed them. Well, people were feeding them left, right, and center. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> there were carrots everywhere. There was lettuce everywhere. There's apples everywhere. There's so many bunnies there. There's but so you, many. Fun fact that I learned is that, one, those bunnies aren't wild. Like people, they're just bunnies that have been left there because they didn't, people, but they didn't want them anymore. And then they overpopulated. Oh, well, why don't you just say it? Well, then, I want you to say it. Yes, you can get fined $500 for feeding the Jericho bunnies. Good to know. Yes. Okay, so... Uh, recently I discovered uh, on Reddit that you can actually take those bunnies home if you want. What? I'm going to Google this now. You're allowed to because they're not wild. They actually want homes and it's either if you don't take them home and like make them your pet either Coyote's going to eat them or the park ranger is going to kill them. So if you want a bunny head over to Jericho Park by the big bushes closer to Spanish Bank side and take home a bunny. Oh my gosh. I googled that and then there's another article that said stop releasing pet bunnies at Jericho Beach. There you go. So and they populate like crazy, right? So that's why there's so many bunnies there now. What they said, don't touch or feed. Oh well, I read on Reddit that you can't. <laughs> so, anyways, do your research first, maybe. But I know for sure somebody was saying that you're they're pet rabbits, so you can't take them home. I think you need to take them to a vet and get their shots so they don't have rabies or anything. Yes. But yeah, you can take them home. So that was my first sweet. My second sweet. Um, Hold on, can I just say yeah. as a warning, um, because touching them or carrying them or handling and or feeding them mm-hmm. uh, poses serious health threats to both animals and humans. Mm. 
right, Maybe the so. wild ones, not the pet ones. How do you know which one's wild or which one's a pet one? <laughs> you just ask them, are you wild? <laughs> you don't look wild. You come here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Put your seatbelt on. Okay, my next suite is a quick one. Um, yesterday, I hit up this new... Not, it's not new. It's been open since 2020, I think, or 2021. But there's a new craft cider place in Kits called Cider House. Um, oh. And I went there for the first time yesterday, and it was really, really good. I normally cider don't like cider um, because I tend to get like nauseous after one drink. But I You're had like wasted. two flights, and it was great. I felt fine. If you ever go to Cider House, it's and then on, you're drunk texting yeah, everyone you know. Exactly, it's on you and first. I oh think. yes, down um, there. Yeah, and if you go there, get a flight because they have tons of options to choose from. But my favorite was their. Um, pineapple jalapeno. It was so good. Um, nice and spicy. Had a good flavor to it. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay, and then my sour is nosy people. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, no, there's been, we're having some uh, interruptions uh, recording where we are. Um, no, my sour, and I think this is something that I need to get over. It's, it's my own personal sour that I think I need to unsour myself with is... Um, I went to North Van to hit up uh, one of the breweries there. Um, Which one is it? North Vancouver is very broy white dude vibes, and I went to uh, broy white. I, okay. Yeah. Anyways, I went there, and I just never. I felt so out of place. I've never felt so out of place for it. And like considering the Asian population that Van, Vancouver has, yeah. going there and hitting up a brewery, I was like one of. Like the only Asian person there, almost. Wait, where is this? How are you the only Asian at a in North Van? Yeah. Have you been to North Van? Yeah, I've been to North Van. Yeah. So are you talking about like the key? Uh, uh, just well, the brewery district by the key, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on, but it was all like white dudes, <laughs> really white dudes, and I was just like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> like I could feel it. You know what I mean? Like, Raw. Yeah. Bro. Anyways, so I think that's all my personal issue. I obviously need to get over it and not let that kind of ruin the vibes for me but yeah that's my yeah sour. but that kind of vibe too is like really heavy yeah it is heavy yeah yeah so anyways i don't know if that's a sour it's my own it's a sour against myself i guess that's what i meant to say so yeah i don't know no but i, I get you too mm-hmm. yeah so anyways sure i've been there that's my sweet and sour how about you um, I've got two sweets. As per usual, I only watch movies and shows, so All that's right. my sweets right now. Outside yeah. of like the regular stuff I do, which is like you know yeah. the things I always talk about. Yeah. Uh, so my first one is Dave. The show called Dave. It's on FX. Okay. Um, do you know the rapper Little Dicky? No. So he's like a Jewish curly-haired guy. Okay. It's hilarious. So. Back, I guess it would be like six years ago, he yeah. came out with a a rap song video mm-hmm. with Chris Brown in it, and okay. it's called Freaky Friday, okay. where like him and Chris Brown wish that they could be different people at the same time. So they switch bodies. And they switch bodies. <laughs> okay. So he wakes up and he's in Chris Brown's body. Okay. That's how I know Dave, like yeah. Little Dicky, and it was hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. And then I never saw him ever again until I saw that he had a show. So yeah. I didn't want to watch it for so long because mm-hmm. he looks so annoying to me. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, just like this Jewish guy who's like right. kind of squeak box 
talking, whatever. It was like super annoying. Yeah. Watched it. So funny. Yeah. Like Dave is hilarious. Dave centers on a neurotic man in his late 20s who has convinced himself that he's just destined to be one of the best rappers of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. He's got <laughs> like um, an ego. He's very egotistical. Yeah. Kind of like Kanye level. Like mm. I'm the best. I'm the most awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's really good. Cool. I don't want to spoil out. it or anything, but it's very enjoyable. It looks intriguing. Uh, so two seasons, they just got renewed for nice. the third one. I did awesome. try watching Atlanta. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't what I was looking for at Fair the enough. time. Like yeah. I, I gave it what, maybe six episodes. Yeah. Maybe it's a little too heavy. I thought yeah. it was a comedy. There was maybe two I don't think it is a comedy. moments I laughed. <laughs> Fair it's enough. not a comedy. I don't think it okay, is. Okay. Maybe it was like, that's probably why it was hitting me wrong. I've heard it's kind of like expecting. a horror, horror series sometimes. It's like so weird. People say, but yeah, I need to watch that. Anyways. Well, there was some like dark moments there. I was like, there's no way this is a comedy. <laughs> I can't see this as a comedy. I will have to watch this. All right. Thanks. That's a good one. That's a, it's a really good one. You can watch that easy. Cool. It's like 30 minutes episodes yeah um and then the other one i watched uh it's a film from like the early 2000s i yeah. watched it on canopy so when you're talking about black dog video yeah. like yeah. i think the the next step would be canopy yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a little more Similar. curated right um in that sense so this one is about a hired help like okay so it's about a family in singapore living mm-hmm. in the 90s mm-hmm. uh the woman's pregnant and they need a nanny mm-hmm. or like a caregiver or mm-hmm. housekeeper yeah so they hire someone from the philippines yeah and they've got a son who is um has behavioral issues mm-hmm. because his grandpa just passed away and mm-hmm. he was really really close to him yeah um so they bring her in and he treats her terribly mm-hmm. and then they bond through it right. and then and then they show his this loving relationship yeah, yeah. between the filipino nanny sounds emotional and uh, it was I, I had some moments where I did cry because uh, we've talked about this yeah. where I think it was a book your yeah. recommendation where someone else's mother yeah someone yeah. else's mother so she had kids in the, the Philippines yeah. that she left so she left her child mm-hmm. who was I think almost one years old yeah. to come one yeah. year old to like come and work or go yeah. to Singapore and work right so there's a scene where she she tries to call and then they're asleep and yeah. then you just see like the devastation like she can't be with her yeah. own kid what's this called it sounds Ilo, so familiar Ilo. Ilo, Ilo? I wonder if I've watched I-L-O. this before that's that that what you just described sounds so like something I've watched or read but I want to watch this again if I've watched it already it looks good it's it was really good like everything about it was just it was a it's a good film love it yes. that sounds like something totally on my alley yes. love it love it especially love it, love since it, love it. we're on a roll with good films yeah. these days and i'm always into the um the filipino culture yeah stuff. way more than i am i am <laughs> like i am definitely like, you are filipino yeah <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. That's exactly. I am Filipino. Both parents are. Cool. Yes. So, here we go. All right. That was our show. You are in the know. What you gotta do is listen for next episode 60. 69? No. Episode 60. Oh my God. Don't do 69. This was episode 59. That was episode 59. Yes. Uh, rate and view us on iTunes, five stars only. Follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. And like always, you can listen to us wherever and whenever you get your podcasts. Yeah, you know what? I written something to for the end of this. I just didn't do it. Oh, got it. Yeah, well, do, you want to do, do you want to sing it again? No, I don't. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye.